this might get weird. Unique New York. And that's our vocal warm-up. <laughs> we did it. Hello, Grace Helbig. Hello, Mamrie Hart. And cheers. Cheers. I think we've developed an opening. I mean, yeah, it usually <laughs> involves a cheers, be it mm-hmm. coffee, be it now a cocktail, because we're actually recording this uh, in the evening. Yeah. I mean, not that we need to really clarify that for anyone because no, it doesn't it's matter five o'clock all. everywhere all the time mm-hmm. um this is our thanksgiving ish themed episode of this might get weird yes truth be told it is the week before you're listening to this mm-hmm. um i am going out of town for thanksgiving i'm going back home to north carolina so this is the first time we've had to do like a, a stocked you know sort of yeah episode yeah so we thought because it's all around thanksgiving we know it's not an international holiday right but the idea of giving thanks is international do you think are there holidays in other countries i know there's a canadian thanksgiving is it okay i don't uh, what know what that entails i don't know but like uh, is there a holiday in in most cultures that's just talking about gratitude um maybe or they just normally just nicer on a day-to-day basis i think people just might actually express that feeling like Mm. regularly no we have to very waspy repress it and then think about it once a year yeah give ourselves a date to remind ourselves to think about things we're thankful for and then usually it doesn't even go as planned no you say you're gonna talk about what you're thankful for and then you just get so stinking full and or drunk that you're just the only thing that's talking is your butthole you know what i mean That you is true. Um, Canadian Thanksgiving was on October 14th. There you go. So sorry, belated for the Canadians that listen to the podcast. Get it, Canucks. Is Thanksgiving big in your family? Not really. really. No. Is it big in yours? It's probably our biggest holiday. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, you're Southern. I'm Southern, but... But I, I don't mean, know if that's the correlation. No, I mean, Thanksgiving started in Plymouth Rock. Oh, true. So Closer to where my family is. It's a Northeastern <laughs> thing. No, I think it's really big in my family because it revolves around food as opposed mm. to gift giving. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. we'd much rather just all eat. Yeah. Do you guys have Thanksgiving traditions? What? Oh, man. Okay. Or, like, things We that... always go to my aunt's house okay. in North Carolina. Even, like, when, um, when I lived in New Jersey till mm-hmm. I was, like, seven, we still drove down to North Carolina okay. to, like, my aunt's house. But mainly it's just the fucking food. Yeah. There's so much food it's insane to the point where we have, uh, it starts in the kitchen, like buffet style. Okay. Where you'd get like some dishes. Okay. And then there's a full table. There's this whole separate table that's just crudite and pickled stuff. <laughs> and then there's a whole like buffet table and two fold out tables that are all desserts. So this is basically like a wedding reception. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so much food. That sounds wonderful, actually. Yeah, so it's a good time. That's I enjoy great. myself. Uh, yeah, we don't really have, because my parents are divorced, so I would, you know, trade off years each year of, like, mm-hmm. where I spent my Thanksgiving. So we don't really have, like, traditions or anything like that. It's always kind of like a uh, a last minute, not last minute, but, like, I don't know. There's not a ton of thoughts. It's just like, oh, are we together? Well, that here's sort of thing. two things about my family's Thanksgiving. Give me both of them. Well, first of all, Mm-hmm. that's the side of my family that like doesn't drink at stuff oh yikes because i now only associate thanksgiving with like uncomfortable family situation drink to heal the wounds yeah exactly you would hope yeah um no we full on like that's the more protestant side of the family like mm. i've never seen alcohol o- opened at a family dinner wow 
which is tough for me. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's interesting, too, to see, like, how being in a bigger family, it goes from being a kid to an adult. Like, when yeah. I was a kid, me and my sister were the only girls of all the cousins. It was oh, all wow. guy cousins. Okay. And my brother. And as they were older than us, we were the youngest and the only females, they would all go for a walk before Thanksgiving. And I used to be like, oh, they're trying to work up their appetite. Sure. You know, like okay, I guess we're not invited because we're girls and we're bad at walking. I, I didn't really understand it. But they would walk. And then I only learned like three years ago it's because they'd go smoke a bowl. To what? Work, to work up an appetite for Thanksgiving. So you were right. They were working up an appetite, but they were just doing a different activity than what uh-huh. you originally thought. And uh, they would walk down this hill. Sorry, uh, Aunt Debbie, for listening. They would walk <laughs> down this hill to like this bottom field below her house. Uh-huh. And that's where they would do it. But as a little girl, I was always told that hobos lived down there. Oh. And so they would keep me scared to go down there because that's where the hobos lived. Yeah. No, there's a who told you about the hobos? Um, I think it originally started like my uncle, like just to scare Keeping, us. Yeah. But then I was terrified because to a kid you think, oh, it's, you know, we'll tell him a hobo. No big deal. That's a vagrant <laughs> fresh off a train. <laughs> like I legit thought that was a murderer uh, not just like a man with a small dog eating beans yeah you know? so he achieved his you know goal of keeping you away from that ditch area but side tangent quickly about just like parents telling kids ridiculous things oh to please get them to stop lay it doing on me things. uh chester once told me that he doesn't jump in beds because when he was younger his mom told him that there were scissors in the bed what? And so he'll not fuck. So he doesn't jump on beds because when he was younger, his mom said, There are scissors in the bed. This is Chester, a friend of Grace's. Yeah. Chester C., uh, I've said this in uh, other content stuff before. It is one of the most hilarious things. And he still rationally knows that that's not true but has a hesitation as an adult to ever jump in a bed that is so scary yeah i mean that's very funny and also what a bizarre thing to think of as a mom to tell a kid to keep them from jumping in the bed yeah yeah not just monkeys jumping off and bumping their head no no no. straight up puncture wounds (laughs) in the bed oh man no we um i did level up the um scaring kids when okay. i was home for thanksgiving last year what what did you do so now i'm finally at age 35 i'm accepted by the older male cousins <laughs> <laughs> truly you've never seen me be like a oh, hi um am i cool yet yeah yeah like feel insecure around someone so i still didn't do the walk because the idea of being high around my family i mean you guys have heard me talk on this podcast i was now just becoming mamry's weed tales i would be i would become a hobo i'd be like i'm leaving thanksgiving to go ride the rails i live in the ditch now i cannot walk up the ditch no i'm sitting there in the living room post thanksgiving Uh everyone is so goddamn full there's always the two uncles that just go take naps yeah you know it's we're everyone's moving in first gear Mm -hmm. it's bad and then my cousin comes in and he just goes aunt debbie do you still have that um sasquatch costume (laughs) and my aunt debbie goes yes in the attic and i'm like what is happening you just randomly have a sasquatch costume my favorite the reason why she has this Mm -hmm. just to give you context i'm sorry this is going to be some real north carolina shit on this podcast no i want to hear all of it is that my Aunt Debbie, mm-hmm. whose house we're at for Thanksgiving, she works in like assisted living for older people. Okay. And they, and she has this boss uh-huh. that would like dress up to like bring joy to the, to the older kind yeah. of senile people. 
but he got all these weird costumes. He was like, a Sasquatch? Sasquatch. And my aunt would be like, this is just confusing them. <laughs> this is not bringing them joy. No. This is terror. This is just, conf- they think Elvis is back. <laughs> anyway, so she has a Sasquatch costume. Uh-huh. So then basically we plot that one of my cousins gets in it, goes down to where they told me the hobos live. Uh-oh. And I rally all the youngsters mm-hmm. and I'm like let's go for a walk let's oh, no. go find some arrowheads or like something cool <laughs> and then my is that co- what kids think are cool <laughs> I'm really out of touch with children <laughs> I, I avoid them at all costs but so now we've resorted to having to full on put on costumes to scare the kids they can't just use their imagination imagination like I did so you brought all of your younger cousins down yeah. to this hobo filled hobo ditch field and your cousin scared them in a Sasquatch costume. Yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> so now you've become the mom telling her son that scissors are in the bed. So now I wonder, <laughs> do I bring a new costume with me to North Carolina? Like, oh, what's the prank yeah. now? I mean, your closet is like 75 to 80% costumes. So you have, um, you know, resources. What would be the scary thing? Oh, God. I don't even know. Do what... I hire an actor to play a hobo? Oh, wait. Well, now you're just wasting money. <laughs> like, not, I got to level up. I know. I got to level up. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, so, we don't have any stories like that, unfortunately. Um, yeah, we just have like a very tame family gathering situation. It's pretty tame. I mean, they've got a gator, so we like ride around in the gator. and A what? It's like um like a jacked up golf cart. Oh, okay. I was like, actual? Like their family yeah, pet is a gator? Funny enough, go on. The cousin who was dressed as a Sasquatch <laughs> briefly wrestled alligators in the Everglades for a living. Not even shocked at all. <laughs> it was tough when that happened, though, because Jeff Foxworthy, I believe that was an actual "you might be a redneck if" prompt, oh. and I was like, mm, "Got it." Truth and comedy, <laughs> nailed it. Well, we thought that this episode, um, we would kind of go through some of the things that we're thankful for, mm-hmm. um, some of the things that we're maybe not as thankful for if those come up uh like a thank thankful roundup if you will yeah i gotta say and we both have been kind of like i don't know i'm not super proud of my list of things i'm thankful me neither i figure we'll pepper it with some other stuff i should have spent more time we gave ourselves this is the first time we gave ourselves like a homework assignment for the podcast and clearly we both (laughs) waited (laughs) to the last minute and sucked and just went on patreon and posted pictures of chickens for the last 30 minutes that's true if you're not following us on our patreon you fully missed out on the chicken war of uh november 13th just 2018 real (laughs) cockfights oh Um, truly okay uh do you want to say our first thing? I sure. And I okay. wish I had more like uh, of a story behind this. But the first thing that came to my mind today when I was like, I got to make my list of things I'm thankful for. Yes. The very first thing that came to my mind was people who will leave um, delivery at your door without asking you any questions. I think that's a wonderful thing to be thankful for. I had ordered. I've been getting in this habit of like falling asleep and waking up like starving and then oh, like Uber Eats ordering on that first thing in the morning. Wow. Some questionable items at like 10 a.m. Do you order? I order. It's not breakfast ever. No, You're not no, a no. breakfast girl. I see you waking up and ordering a steak and a Caesar salad. Uh, that would be better. I, <laughs> <laughs> I ordered like 
full loaded nachos this morning. Ooh. Been back into nachos, guys. They're a classic. Breakfast nachos should... I can't even say it. Breakfast <laughs> Breakfast nachos should be a bigger thing. True. I would totally subscribe to that. Um, No, I ordered nachos and a side of rice and beans and a Diet Coke at like 10 a.m. this morning. Wow. And the guy... Isn't it fucked up that you're the skinny one? (laughs) (laughs) I order all this cheese, so it goes right through me. uh, Yeah, that piece of cheese is just a sled for the other food. uh, Like like when you used to like ride a like a carpet down your stairs yeah oh no but i've been doing that a lot lately but i have in the past and i can't remember specific instance but i know that i have in the past uh or when i order like off of amazon i order like food and just like a whole general weird yeah. order of things totally you're like i, will I definitely a need a thigh master and pep- full peppercorns yeah, yeah, for yeah. my mill and i'll leave like in and like summer's eve and like just a crazy amount of things that you're like girl you amazon a douche I mean, it's for your your health, your body. Keep it clean. <laughs> this will be a whole separate episode. <laughs> Even though I've heard it does nothing. But um, <laughs> this is hilariously intimate from a Grace Helbig. Um, no, but it'll be like that kind of random amalgamation of things. And I've like written in the notes, like, just please leave by the front door. And then mm-hmm. I pretend that I'm not home. And so that they don't even try to like ring the doorbell or anything. And when someone, because I've had people like, call me on the phone and be like mm-hmm. i really want to make sure this gets there god bless their work ethic but when if i put in notes like please just leave by the front door that means please just leave by the front door and the people that do that without question uh so thankful for them that's amazing yeah all right yeah, yeah i yeah. feel like that's a really good thing to be thankful for yeah in fact i'm just thankful for people who work in the like mail industry in general like i wasn't Oh, ma- or M-A-I-L. delivery. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Mail industry. I mean, I wasn't thankful for them when I didn't have my Halloween costume and they brought it to my neighbor's house. Yeah. We go. But in general, we live in California and we see our mailmen just walking around leisurely or mail ladies, mail people mm-hmm. um, delivering mail. And it's easy peasy. But I had a friend when I lived back in New York who was uh, a mail woman in Queens. Yeah. And it's just on your feet in the fucking snow Ugh. dealing with dogs, dealing with like melted snow, which sucks. Yeah. And just like being in the elements all day long. And they imagine. don't like they don't call off mail for weather. No, you're working every day. It's nuts. That's um also like goose. If any packages get delivered, she, what I like to say in an optimistic way to think about it, um, tests it to make sure that it's safe for me to open. Oh, Meaning, she's like your little bomb sniffing dog. No, she just fully, she's so uh, uh, like aggressive when the mailman comes or UPS guy or FedEx or whomever that as soon as they, they like throw something over the fence and she just tears it apart. Like she fully Damn. tears boxes apart. She and truly been, is the dog from the sandlot. Literally, but like maybe a fourth of the size of yeah. that dog. She's a baby uh, one. Yeah. But so I'm thankful for that. Uh, what are you thankful for? Well, I guess just people who work in the mail industry. Yeah, in general. No, that's a great one. Um, okay. Mine are so dumb. Um, Dumber the better. I would say seltzer. <laughs> You, as long as I have known you, mm-hmm. for those of you, for those of you that don't know, when you order a drink at a bar, you order a drink and not a water, a seltzer. A seltzer. I don't order water. Um, and not even like I need a gla- a bottle of Pellegrino. Uh-huh. I want straight up off the soda gun. Yeah. Like I'll know that I've made it. <laughs> 
when I have my own like soda gun yeah. in my house. I'm shocked you don't already have this. I mean, it's pricey. But oh, also I, I would forget to redo the gas on it. Like I had a soda oh, yeah. stream, you know, it, come, it gets annoying. Um, no, I love seltzer so much. But specifically how big strides are being made in seltzer flavors. Because uh-huh. it used to just be like there's bubbly water. Right. Now just water to me tastes like flat seltzer. I'm like, this seltzer's flat. <laughs> I'm just in a bathtub like, mm, is this just flat seltzer? Yeah. Um, but no, now there's all the seltzers that have like fresh juice in them. And Whoa. Yeah, Spindrift. You know I got my fridge stocked. I have not done my research I'm on I'm sorry this. that I'm turning our podcast into Delicious Dish. The <laughs> <laughs> fake NPR show on SNL. But I just fucking love me some seltzer. You've picked me up in some very hungover times. Mm-hmm. You have just been a sweet, sweet... Um, partner to my vodka and i just want to give it up to the seltzer industry <laughs> yeah no it's i think that's totally true uh yeah you're the only person i know that's ever walked around with like club soda uh is there a difference club soda and seltzer bitch i don't know oh, okay <laughs> i'm like you're the adamant no, i i know i know that some of them sparkling waters have a little sodium right. and things added to them. That was always my assumption, which is why I never got fully into them because I just assumed that there's like sodium You're in there. You're just like, why would you put salt in your water? Yeah. No, there are certain ones that do, but for the most part, club soda is just bubbles in water. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite right now? Yeah, I, it's Spindrift. That's the brand? That's the brand. Okay. Because they put what a weird name. real fresh juice in it. Okay. So like the ones you've had before that are like the raspberry ones, yeah. the raspberry li- lime ones in my fridge that yeah. are so good. It's because it's actual fresh, like squeezed raspberries. Oh. It's not flavoring. It's juice. Sorry, okay. they're not giving us any fucking money. So I don't mean to give promo. But No, but give promo. Let people know. know about things that you, they might not know about already. Uh, I think that's a great one. Thank I think you. it's fantastic. Okay. Um, one of mine, uh, and I want to give promo, is Psychobabble. I have been obsessed with Tyler oh, yeah. Oakley and Corey Cool's podcast. They're it went the best. it went away for a little bit, and it just it came back a few weeks ago. I am an I wait every Tuesday for an episode. It's the greatest. I never really listened to it just because like I we know them as as people in real life, so I didn't know like what what would I like. Yeah, you like know? that's my friend. Why do I want to hear them fucking talk more? <laughs> yeah, and I started listening to it once on a flight, and I got obsessed. I got sucked in. Oh yeah, you guys listening? If you don't know, it's our friend Tyler Oakley and Corey Cools' uh, podcast. They've been doing for several years called Psychobabble, where yeah. they just kind of fucking babble on like we they, do and it's they they did a uh a part of an episode where one of their friends said that their podcast is like the seinfeld of podcasts which is so true it's, it's about, about nothing. nothing it's literally just whatever they want to kind of ramble about and then tangents that they take and i love it i think it's so fun that's a great one also Corey was super supportive of uh, uh starting this podcast and so love. gotta throw it back this is where if we put any effort into adding sound effects we'd add applause <laughs> roaring yeah, applause yeah. you guys that don't know us we have um 12 hands each i love it okay that's just my i've been obsessed and we're recording this on a tuesday and i listened to their newest episode this morning so you know when i started exercising for like the first time in 10 years Mm -hmm. uh i started off slow and i would just get on the treadmill and listen to psycho babbles Uh, not even on an incline just normal speed i was just like just get on there for 30 minutes and listen. so maybe some people listen to our podcast on the let us know. On the treadmill. Where do you listen to it, you freaks? 
let's neg them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you nasty little freaks. <laughs> you nasty, skanky freaks. <laughs> oh, hello. Just a quick break from our wonderful tales. <laughs> to tell you guys, if you haven't gone to our Patreon yet, go check it out. Patreon.com slash this might get weird. It is it's a party over there you guys we have been so overwhelmingly excited about the reception that you guys have given it so far but wanted to remind anyone that didn't know to go check it out we have five dollar tiers is our like base level and it moves on up and there's all kinds of bonuses that you get you get extra uh podcasts every month you get live streams you can get um you know uh, to meet each other yeah it's very very cool and really really fun and we're figuring everything out with you and we've really enjoyed talking to all of you over there on a more intimate level already so go yeah check it out. come join our gated community <laughs> all right that's that <laughs> <laughs> this shit's still free though one thing i'm thankful for and a very from a distance i don't know all the facts but uh-huh. i appreciate it for what it's worth is ian mckellen and patrick stewart's friendship oh my god that is not to be an old person trying to be young but goals it's so good it seems pure and fulfilling and just so genuine and that they've just become so tight at a later age because i know when i like talk to my parents or when I think about older people where I'm just like oh I hope you make new friends or like I hope you're still social and this is the hope of like you can find your BFF at any age they are truly a beacon of anyone can do this anyone Mm -hmm. can find a fellow goof and be silly with them because as I think the core of their friendship seems like silly which you unbelievably silly there I google image them and (laughs) 90% of their photos together, they're in some sort of costume supporting the other. Oh, they're so fantastic. I know. What are they up to now? Let me go. Let me Google it. Do a quick Google. I would see. love to see. Because how, wait, when did they actually become friends? When did they- I don't know that either. See, I, that's why I said this is from a very, like, watching it from a distance. Right. I don't know. But they also seem like the kind of friends that... Even though they might have only, you know, gotten together in the or last couple like years. Or done like a play together in the 60s and right. that was it. But they seem like they've just, like, been friends forever. Very true. Um, yeah, I mean, I won't talk about too much because these are all images and you won't be able to see it. But if you Google image just their two names together, it is guaranteed to brighten your day. Oh, I also love... Um, uh, is it Sir Ian McKellen? No. Uh, wh- who, which one has the dog that he like loves him so much and he's got all... I think it's Patrick Stewart. Do you think Patrick gets jealous that he's not a sir? Oh, it is Patrick Stewart. Uh, I don't know. And also, why isn't he a sir? He should totally be a sir. Um, I don't know why. Oh, Patrick Stewart, uh, he fostered a pit bull and some his love for his pit bull and mm. the love that this pit bull has for him back are amazing it's amazing um but oh he was fostering sorry he didn't adopt he fostered for a little bit attached grace i I was attached oh it's all the photos oh my god okay i'm looking at the photos it's really did i tell you about the time i almost adopted two dogs when i still lived in brooklyn no okay but i believe that this is true this is before you and i is before before we would, Mary and I had this friendship, mm-hmm. but before we each had dogs, we would like separately in our separate homes, get a little tipsy and then send each other like pet finder um, ads, be like, ads, you like, need this dog. Yeah. And that's, 
I don't know what you call it, like drunk texting. Yeah. <laughs> we were so thirsty for these pooches. Mm-hmm. Um, pop that poochie. Um, <laughs> so when I was still in Brooklyn and had l- no resource right. to like keep a dog, yeah. you know, like I had mice running through my house, like sure. goddamn, remember Mousetrap the game? I have thoughts and opinions about that. We'll we'll do yeah. a we'll do a game. That game takes board ten game. hours to set up, and then you play it for ten minutes. Jeffilia, uh. Jeffilia. We'll do it as an extra video. <laughs> um, but so I got into like some sort of Brooklyn dog rescue website, uh-huh. and there were these brothers. Okay, that it was one of those. If you adopt one, you gotta adopt both of they them. They stay together, yeah. But they were so goddamn cute, both of them. Because normally you see those and you're like, "But I want the tiny one. I want just the one. I don't want this one." Mm-hmm. Jack Russell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Jack Russells, but you know who you are. <clears throat> so, sorry, I'm gonna cough. Entertain him. Oh, she's <laughs> coughing. Okay, I'm back. She's back. Um, <laughs> so I fell in love with these two. They were named Goose and Maverick. <gasps> Isn't that oh, crazy? Top Gun all the way. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. And I'm like, I cannot do this. I cannot do this. And then after about two weeks of sitting on my hands, I was like, fuck it. I'm going in. Like, <gasps> I had them as my screensaver, the wallpaper on my phone. Oh, that's a weird choice to make before you even meet them. But I was in love. Okay. <laughs> and I love them so much. So I email and I go, let's bring them on over, you know, like yeah. land these land these guys over here. And they're like, they actually just got adopted. And I was like, okay. I mean, I guess I'm happy. What was I thinking? I can't, yeah. I can't have Goose and Maverick. Mm-hmm. And but I just left my wall. You know, I wasn't ready to let go. Right. They were still my wallpaper. Cut to four months later. I'm walking through Times Square. Oh wait, you did tell me the story, but tell me again. I'm walking through Times Square, <gasps> and this adorable, like portly man is just scurrying along these two dogs. And I recognize them. I lock eyes. They didn't lock eyes with me because they they're didn't know me. In, they're also in Times Square. And I just There's go, lots of senses. Goose and Maverick. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, are these dogs Goose and Maverick? And he was like, well, they're, and said some dumb names. Yeah. And I was like, were they originally Goose and Maverick? And they were adopted from blah, 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 blah. And he was like, why, yes. And I pull out my <gasps> phone. And I'm like, I was obsessed with these dogs. Oh, my God. I wanted God. to adopt. Look how crazy I look. I wanted to adopt these dogs. Can I take a selfie with them? <laughs> take a selfie with these dogs. Turns out they were adopted by who was a legend, and I didn't even realize it, Jennifer Gray from Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Her dad, um, who is in like cabaret okay. and like all these, let me look it up. Dorian real. Gray? Yeah, Dorian <laughs> Gray. Um, he's like uh, a le- Joel Gray. Uh-huh. Total like Golden Globe Award, Tony Award, Academy Award winner. Okay. Adopted these two little guys. But that and wasn't that, the guy walking. No, that was okay. his assistant because he was doing a show <gasps> still like in his 80s. And Amazing. It, that's why they were in the theater district. Ugh. But incredible. I was just like full Ta- on attacking this man being like, is that Goose and Maverick? I have a picture of them. <laughs> like just a crazy person. The only crazy moment I had spotting a celebrity in Times Square was Bob Saget. He was wow. just walking down the street uh, being full on Bob Saget, just super tall. I was there for oh, like yeah. um, a, a school thing, actually. I was like still in undergrad. Yeah, so nuts. So not the same um, interaction as, you know, Goose and Maverick, but still the same still excitement, good. but just internal. I remember being in um, New York for a, like a theater trip. I think it was like my show choir in high school uh-huh. went to New York. And so we were going to see um, 
We're going to see a couple Broadway shows and, you know, like awkwardly sing the national anthem at the Statue of Liberty. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you're like, "Uh, do we have to do this now? Oh, my God. And um, we went, we were in our hotel lobby. I don't know. We were like trying to act adult. And Mr. Cooper from like hanging with with Mr. Mr. Cooper. Cooper, (laughs) He walks in and we're like, holy shit, it's Mr. Cooper. I think his name is mark cooper and (laughs) hold on let me double check um but anyway we were like joking with him we're like we're on a school trip from north carolina and we were going to start mount high school and he's like all right what have you guys been up to wait you guys all i was like went up to him like he was he came and he talked to us for a second okay and i remember thinking like we're literally hanging with mr cooper (laughs) (laughs) but then he was like what'd you see what have you seen? And we had just seen a musical called The Scarlet Pimpernel. It was on Broadway. And he was like, it. I've never heard of that. And I was like, yeah, I thought it, we were going to see The Scarlet Pimp. And he laughed. And I was like, I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, here's my card. I would love to sign to your agency, Mr. Cooper. If you need Mr. me Cooper. to write for the last season of Hang with Mr. Cooper, I am in. series regular, please. Thank you. Uh no, I'm good and well. I slept through that whole play. Oh, I have never even heard of that before. There's a reason. Mr. Cooper and I have so much in common. Okay, sorry. Those are a million tangents on my behalf. No, 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 no. I'm going through my list and I'm like, what else have I put down? Oh, I put down... Uh, oh, well, speaking of dogs, too. There was um, <clears throat> a dog... There was a weird way in Boston or uh, Chicago with my brothers that I talked about in the last podcast. There was the weirdest event. It was like this extremely formal event, but it was just for like dog owners. And it was like a weird. Mm. I wish I knew exactly what it was. But so there was always women in like formal ball gowns and then just dogs with them. Like it was just this. Like Was it like a debutante, but like a dogutante? It, it was basically that. It was like this gala for dogs and their owners. It was so confusing but my older brother was so drunk that he i forgot was taking selfies with ev- he would ask <gasps> everyone in the, uh, in the he lobby. goes maverick them yeah he was like can i take a selfie with your dog that's what remind me of and so i have to ask my brother to see like how many selfies he actually took that night but well hold but, on yeah i have something to add to that that's Go been on. on my screen and i've been excited to show you since we started <laughs> speaking of dogs that we've taken a selfie with yeah jonathan van ness from yes. Queer Eye, who I love. And yes. To, please, JVN. Yeah. JVN, please invite us to be on your podcast. Mm-hmm. He just officiated the wedding of Doug the Pug's owners. <gasps> oh, my God. Doug the Pug, what? if you guys don't know, is a really, really funny fucking pug Doug on Instagram. Doug knows everyone. Here's Doug oh. with a tiny couch. Oh overseeing my God. just look up like doug the pug wedding nuptials oh my god he's not even sitting on his couch he's sitting next to the couch because he's he's so... about to object he yeah. just doesn't have vocal, <laughs> he just doesn't have vocal cords um and you guys grace and i did a show in new york city we did a, we this, did a might this might get, get weird. weird y'all yeah yeah i think it was the last this might get weird y'all the live last, we've ever done the last live one we've ever done yeah wow mm-hmm. okay we did it in uh new york and it was the night before Halloween. It was a very weird show. Yeah. It was the only time we were doing that one. It was at a convention. Yada, 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 yada. And you'd be shocked that we were not prepared. Yeah, not at all. But here we are, like 20 minutes before we're supposed to go on stage. Yeah. We're both dressed as giraffes. Because that's normal. <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah. We are literally still planning the show backstage. Freaking the fuck like, out. Writing on note cards, like trying to make props like quickly. It's it, going like, yeah. we don't know how we're going to get on stage and do a show for 90 minutes. My when we've parents got about, were in the audience uh, for that. Yeah. It's a rough one. Speaking of a 
rough one. Aha. Aha. Is that someone comes up to us and they're like, uh, girls, there's someone who'd really like to meet you. Could you just make like they're kind of important? Could yeah. you just like basically like, the, there's a celebrity that wants to say hi before you go on stage. And so we're like torn we're, between we really need every second we can get before we have to go on stage. And I'm a and- bitch when I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm a fucking bitch. But also at the same time, you're like, who is at this convention that would want to meet us that we haven't met before? That they or- would even. Or also, they, as a performer, who would approach a performer 20 minutes before they go on stage? Yeah. Like, what's the deal? So we're like, okay, like, let's let's roll the dice. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds later, it's Doug the Pug in a leather jacket. In, <laughs> he looks like the goddamn Fonz. And... But his owners know how to handle that social media. They know they can see that we're stressed with full head giraffe heads that extend three feet beyond our actual height. And they just hand us Doug the Pug. He looks exactly cool how he always looks. Cool cucumber. Uh, he looks like lightning. <laughs> and Mamrie and I hold him like a president holding a baby. Take a photo with him for a half hand second. the Pug back. And we're like, we got to go learn what our show is. And so we'll post. Uh, this photo on our patreon because it's like we are confused more than the dog is in the photo it was just i've never felt less cool than dressed as a giraffe (laughs) with fear behind my eyes holding a t-bird pug (laughs) and the chillest fucking pug in a pleather jacket of all time uh so what's up doug the pug i'm sorry that's your one and only impression of me i know i was listening to podcasts because i'm really selling it i feel like if one did it would be doug the pug absolutely Uh, i bet he has a podcast network oh god he probably does (laughs) he's such a mogul i was so i was like this is such a drive-by thing this is the thing i wish i had more time for because you you know Absolutely. I love an internet famous dog, especially a pug. Uh, he and pug, uh, Doug the pug makes the rounds. Like, oh he yeah, really he gets around. He gets retweeted by big celebs. Oh, all the time. Okay, <laughs> I just <laughs> had to tell that story. I don't know if we told it before. It kills it's, me. Yeah, it's something I try to because you know when you get nervous that you're like, did I make a good impression on this celebrity? And I know full and well I grabbed that pug like it was a loaf of stale bread. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've got choreography to fucking learn. <laughs> No, yeah. well, I'm a huge fan, but like oh, you meet someone on the wrong day. It was just and I'm bad just... timing. We tried our best, but also we were just preoccupied. Have we met him after the show? Different story. But, exactly. All right. Cool. Um, Thank you for talking me off the ledge. Well, the other thing we wanted to do in this episode, because um, that's a lot of like what we're thankful for. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'm going to see if there's anything else not even to discuss. Just to say my other things were my new coffee warmer. Oh, yes. Is, yes. You've been trying to talk about this in like every have, single podcast. It's been, a, it's been on my note. You guys, I love hot coffee. I don't like when my coffee gets lukewarm and I don't own a microwave. So I got a heated coaster you plug in from CVS and it has changed my goddamn life. Oh, it's just like a hot pad for my coffee. I also have um, words with friends. Oh, yeah. You love words. With wrestling. Friends. Yeah, FaceTime and bowling. Oh, okay. Those are the things I'm thankful for. I put down uh, not any humans. <laughs> <laughs> well, for all of you that are listening, yeah. um, I put down Oliver Gal Art, which is that company that just sent me the most fucking fantastic portrait of my dog Goose. Mm-hmm. Speaking of. Um, again not sponsoring us not sponsoring they reached out and they were like can we send you we make this art can we send you something pick something we want to send you something with goose pick a portrait design that you like and i was like i love like the military lieutenant one if you can do that and then i forgot about it And when i came home from chicago it was 
in like at my front door. What a delight to open. Fantastic. Um, it's also in my Instagram if you guys want to look at it. Ooh, um, plugging her own shit. Hey. <laughs> well, I mean, I just think they like it's such a cool thing. It's cool. It's cool. Like got cool. sent to me for free that I'm like, shit. I get um, it. Also, I like spiritual witchy nonsense. Yes. Like I just sage and Palo Santo wood wooded my house last mm-hmm. night. I don't care if it's a placebo. It just mentally makes me feel better. I also got my tarot cards read like a week ago. We so. do love doing some like basic bitch witch. Oh, a hundred percent. And so I don't care if it's not at all, you know, true or accurate or whatever, but there's something about it but, I really enjoy. But I feel like that's the, the same could be said for a million other things totally. that they might be placebo or it's like, well, the FDA hasn't approved this, but other oh, people God. think it's good for you. So true. like that's whatever so makes you feel good, who gives a shit? Yeah, that's very true. I've never thought about it that way. That's I'm great. deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing I was going to say is people who don't slow down the momentum at karaoke. Just because I went to karaoke recently yes. and it was so great. And then these two girls got up and you could clearly tell they were regulars. And then mm. they sang. I don't even remember what song. I couldn't even recognize it. It was slow just because they could sing. So it was like them showing off. And I was like, no, karaoke is for the whole bar, not, okay. not for you. There's always one person that does Creep by Radiohead. Uh. And you're just like, let it go. Yeah. I, you know what? We should save that for an actual like rants episode. Yeah. Too, because I know because that's kind of a negative. But the people that really choose the songs that make the bar atmosphere mm-hmm. better and that really are doing it for the group and not for your individual talents. I appreciate those. Yes. I feel like karaoke needs to be very democratic. Yeah. Socialist, even. I feel like you can see. It. <laughs> <laughs> what if it, uh, a song comes up and the bar collectively can yay or nay the next song that's coming up, yes. and then if it gets approved, the person that uh, submitted it gets to go up and sing it. Yeah, like an applause meter. Oh, maybe this is just a reality game show that we're developing right now. What is your current karaoke song? Um, I was, what was I going to, oh, I used to do pour some sugar on me. I I used to do that. Um, that is like a go-to and, uh, we didn't start the fire. Wow. You really go for it. There's so many words. I remember. But you don't really have to sing. It's just kind of talking. talking. It's basically like spoken word, but I memorized we didn't start the fire when I was in college because I thought that I would eventually need that as a cool card growing up. Can we do this? Not right now. Obviously. Obviously. But on a further episode, can we end it by you just doing it a cappella? No, but see, the thing is, okay. I know the song. <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't mean to not yes and you on this. Oh, Jesus I like Christ. Know. I thought that'd be like a cool incentive for people to keep I, listening. I'm not a singer, so I don't know how to memorize songs literally like off book. Like I need to kind of reference something. So that's mm. why on karaoke or in karaoke, I can like look at the words on a screen and then walk away and look back occasionally. hundred percent. It's yeah, it's it's having your little cheat sheet. Yeah. I've never learned how to like learn a song and sing it acapella or sing it like to I've, I've never sang basically other than karaoke <laughs> guys it's not as sad as it sounded grace helbig just locking eyes with me and saying i've never sang i've never sang looked really sad uh yeah i mean it's that's the only time i ever like uh try to sing is karaoke but you're yeah. damn great at it what's your song right now i haven't done karaoke in a while you and Hannah really, are fantastic show women. Well, thank you. I believe the last time I did karaoke, and it's been a minute, I did Sweet Child of Mine, Guns N' Roses. Oh, that's good. And it was really, I think that's a, a new one. I also really love Ballroom Blitz. 
oh. ballroom. Because yeah. there's like, oh, yeah. There's oh, lots of like yeah. screaming. And it's moments. like, it's, you know, people That's, nostalgic for Wayne's World. The one thing about uh, We Didn't Start the Fire is it's just long. It's well, yeah, you want a karaoke song that's short two and minutes, sweet, two and a like half. Doug yeah. the Pug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the other thing we did really quickly is that we went on our Patreon and we asked um, a couple of the people that are in our brain trust kind of group uh, for things that they're grateful for, and we wanted to read a couple of things that caught our attention and that we might have some thoughts, feelings, etc. around. Yes. I have um, Candace Cross mm-hmm. says... I'm thankful for Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. And I appreciate that because I don't think people really give him enough credit for all the things he does besides basketball. Tell me some things he does besides basketball. I mean, Shaquille O'Neal. Trust me, I've been trying to get him on my other podcast forever. Well, well if he reaches out, he's coming on this one. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I'll prioritize. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, my favorite thing to watch in his career is how he will sell anything oh my god he was currently on a gold bond commercial and like a neosporn like the amount of shit shaquille o'neal will sell is just unrivaled um yeah i feel like i i'm googling Shaq commercial right now he showed up on some random commercial for like he'll uh, sell like weed eater like it doesn't (laughs) he does not have a threshold of like what's good or what's bad or whatever i, I feel like shaquille it. o'neal would sell like lifts you put in your shoes when you're short and you'd be yeah. like you don't even know what that means shaquille <laughs> but you just you're doing it anyway i step ladders like yeah. shaquille o'neal step ladders he'll uh, never need one i mean that would be great i would buy it though if he tried to sell me it for fuck sure uh he also is just someone that i think is self-aware of like the cartoon character-esque person persona that he has in like entertainment he leans in yeah for sure which i appreciate a thousand percent totally i think that's super fun i also uh have heard from lee newton um from the valley folk Mm -hmm. she told me once that she was doing some backstage stuff with Elliot Morgan, also from the Valley Folk, of uh, Lip Sync Battle. Mm-hmm. And they interviewed Shaquille O'Neal, and she said that they got kind of forewarned that he's a mumbler. Like, you can't really... He doesn't enunciate very well. And she said she got warned that, but didn't really make anything of it. And then they're interviewing him. She's like, I couldn't understand a goddamn thing he was saying. I'm staring at his mouth the whole time trying to, like... Uh, learn how to read lips in that oh actual moment. She's like, I have no idea what's going on. And that just made me like him even more. I love him. Shaq feels like a little bit like The Rock to me. Yeah. And that he's like talented physically, but knows that you're a bit of a caricature and just is funny. Yeah. He has a good sense of humor about himself. Okay. This okay. Is, this is the one I found. Um, and I don't think this is invasive at all because you guys posted this on our Patreon. Shit, so. okay. I am thankful that I walked in on my roommate having sex with a man days after meeting his girlfriend. Needless to say, it was a great icebreaker and was truly a shock as this guy has a The Wolf of Wall Street poster on his wall. I'm all for free expression of his sexuality, but all I'm asking is for a sock on the door and an explanation for the poster. <laughs> <laughs> Who put that? Jacob. Jacob wow. Se- Sealer? Sealer? Jacob Seller? Sealer. Um, that's, I mean, that is something to be thankful for. That's a crazy story in which we are, you know, retelling now. I have two parts to this, Give my it. opinion. First of all, I totally feel you on the Wolf of Wall Street thing mm-hmm. because 
that movie doesn't celebrate great behavior. Or you know what I mean? Like if I walked in and a guy Can who you- I was dating had like an American psycho poster, I'd be like, Oh great, you're like celebrating fucking psychopaths. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Yeah. It gives off a vibe. Like I wouldn't date a guy with a Scarface poster. Okay. I don't think I date a guy with a poster. <laughs> but what if it was framed nice? I have yeah, framed posters. Yeah, 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 if it was framed nice. If it was like sticky tack to the wall, right. like askew. Or, or if it was like the Wolf of Wall Street, but it was like the Japanese release and it was in like, you know, like had Japanese. That'd be cool. But just straight up like. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying movie posters I think are corny, but I, uh-huh. like limited edition ones and like different sure, languages. Sure, okay, I get that. Cool. Yeah. I'm just trying to not completely alienate our poster crowd. Yes. <laughs> We're thinking about making posters, guys. Absolutely. <laughs> but my second follow-up to this guy mm-hmm. is Jacob left a second comment on our Patreon. What is it? That he was thankful for. I'm. We just full-on <laughs> investigated this. Because you said his name, and I was like, I grabbed a comment, too. <sighs> he said, I'm thankful for my RA. I'm a freshman in college. Yeah. Because every night he goes door-to-door offering condoms. I think he fears the possibility of one of us becoming a father. He's got my back covered, as well as my front. Well, maybe you should talk well, to him about your roommate. Well, I'm sorry that I didn't read this correctly. He started this comment with, I'm also thankful that I walked in on my roommate. Well, so, maybe the reason why your roommate's getting laid so much is because the RA is handing out condoms. He needs to hand out some socks. But what do you th- do? You think that an RA handing out condoms is responsible or encouraging mm, sexuality? I think it's responsible. I, I mean, think it's responsible too. I think you're gonna fuck regardless. Yeah, and so like it, it, I know it might seem weird that it's like it seems like he's promoting sex, but at right. the same time, I'm like. Mm, he's you know of your age he's your peer and like lots of shit can be transferred so like he's doing his job i think the ra should continue to hand out condoms but also have like a like a hall like a floor talk about dating people who celebrate uh the wolf of wall street and, <laughs> and american capitalism in the also, 80s just a heads up for anyone with roommates out there maybe establish a system in which you don't walk in on each other because yeah. that's not fun for either party especially the next day maybe some maybe he did put a sock on the door but then someone walked by and was like oh cool free sock <laughs> <laughs> like leave something you don't need yeah one of the hobos from the ditch that you were in uh, just came by and stole one of those lies. socks i really gotta level up uh okay this episode's, I mean, we're at 45 minutes, but there's a couple more fun things on our Patreon. Okay, well, we uh, Kelly Daly said, I'm thankful for having the opportunities I do and the Nintendo Switch. Ooh, Which, okay. Nintendo Switch I hear is really cool, but I just wanted to comment on this because Chip just got a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. He's been talking about it for six months. Like, you would have <laughs> thought he was deciding what college he was going to. He was like, should I get one? Should I not? I was like, you're not buying a house. Oh, he wasn't committing to it. He wasn't. He was too wishy-washy. <laughs> so um, you committing to the Nintendo so Switch, you, I can see why you, you'd be thankful for it. You understand the gratitude I do. behind that. Um, I was looking at Heather T. Ford, I think was the first person to respond to our post asking for uh, things people were thankful for. And they said, thankful for hand lotion, to be honest. And the thing I wanted to ask mm. about this is that mm. I have dry hands. I don't think about hand lotion very much. Me neither. But it had me thinking about the idea that when your hands get wet and you like shake hands with someone, that you're always so conscientious of being like, sorry, I just washed my hands in the bathroom or something. And yes. I was like, why do we do that? Do we assume that if someone shakes their hands with a wet hand that they've just pissed on their hands? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that really why we do that? <laughs> 
Like, why are your hands I, wet besides washing them? If I go into a bathroom <laughs> and I, I they're either like the automatic, you know, paper towel dispenser's not working or something, I have to dry quickly my hands on my pants and I walk out and I have to oh shake someone's hands in like a meeting. My brain goes to like, sorry, I just washed my hands. But why do I do that? I think just as a social experiment. Yeah. We should start doing it and just going like, sorry, I just wiped with my hands. <laughs> just. <laughs> Grace just took a sip. She's I about to spit it out. Drink and I don't want to spit it all over. Because you're absolutely right. But I'm like, what is the other assumption is that it's just. What are you doing? Like eating ice with your hands? Yeah, like, I guess the assumption is that they're going to assume I was just doing something weird. Gross. Or before, like that it's sweaty. Or that I'm nervous, I guess. I don't know. But let's I was start just, a revolution. I was just thinking about, yeah, let's make wet hands a thing. They make wet burritos, which also weirds me out when you have to order a burrito wet. I've, I've actually had a conversation with someone about this before. I... <laughs> I feel like we could come up with a better name. I think I might have tweeted it like forever ago. Like, I think we can come up with a better name than a wet burrito. <laughs> you know what it should be? Euphemism. Giant enchilada. Go again? It should just be called a giant enchilada. A giant enchilada? Because think about it. An enchilada is a rolled up little thing covered in sauce and cheese. Oh, right? But yeah. you have like four little ones. A wet burrito is just a big ass one with sauce on with it. sauce and cheese. It's just a giant enchilada. All right, there we go. You guys, I can't believe how many of the world's problems Grace and I are solving on this podcast. I mean, we didn't set out to be heroes for you guys, <laughs> but I'm glad that we got here. Also, I was worried about this episode being short. I know. And we're like at 48 minutes at this point. Well, then let's just go ahead and say we are super fucking grateful for everyone who's yeah. listened to the podcast and who's shared it and who's, you know, um, just gotten on board this crazy gravy train. Um, yeah, we're thankful for you guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening uh, weekly. Uh, don't forget to check out our Patreon if you haven't already. Patreon.com slash this might get weird. Also, you know, tweet us hashtag TMGW podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, the hashtag. Hashtag. Uh, that at us with anything that stands out to you in the podcast. Any ideas you have for things that you want us to talk about more or never talk about again. Yeah, like, understandable. We uh, also got our goddamn intro thing down and still... We still is- gotta figure out the ending. Bye. Bye. <laughs>